Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Go to audibletrial.com slash Rushmore. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey everyone, my name is Jim Hankey and I'm the host of Vinyl Emergency, a podcast where musicians, producers, comedians, and those who dream up, press, release, or collect vinyl records discuss their relationship with the medium today as well as in their formative youth. Artwork that has stood the test of time, neighborhood record stores we remember, the first albums we ever bought, vinyl's warmth and sound, the tangible object of a vinyl record can bring forth so many intangible memories, and that's what we try to capture on the show. Guests have included Roseanne Cash, Ben Montench of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Brian Stack from Conan and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Ted Leo, Lily Hyatt, and Dave Porter of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. We've been known to do an episode or two in front of a live audience as well, and we also talk to everyday record collectors about what drives their passion. We even have episodes dedicated to the processes of mastering for vinyl, properly cleaning your records, the feeling of standing in line for hours on record store day, and much more. Tune into Vinyl Emergency however you get your podcasts. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vinyl Emergency, or stop by our website, vinylemergency.com. Hello, and welcome to the 100th anniversary taping of the Mount Rushmore podcast. My name is Jeff, and I'm joined in the backyard of the studio where we normally podcast at a grill barbecue cookout thing with lots mm-hmm. of our friends, lots of friends of the podcast, lots of their awesome, wonderful kids, and we're having a great time. I'm Jeff, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friends Richard. Hello. And Michael. Howdy. And we are privileged to have a few of our past guests here in our present 100th celebration, one of whom is Chapin Hazlett. How you doing, Chapin? I'm great. Chapin has done us a favor and decided really to sit am. down and throw a quickie, quickie, quickie Rushmore uh, uh, lightning round suggestion at us, and what is that? Daredevils. Whoa, Daredevils. Ooh, good. Wow, this is fabulous. So th- is this, could this be, this could be any manner of things, but the first thing I'm going to say is any person sleeping with uh, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. pretty good one. I feel like you're rolling the dice. Could uh, be Lindsay Paris Lohan. Sultan, I think, should be yeah. mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> what about a... Uh, uh, Devlin, what was the uh, what's the uh, com- the the cartoon from the seventies? Wasn't there like when there was like some sort of daredevil guy? Oh, I never did. Devlin was a daredevil mm. in the, on a cartoon. Yeah, somebody help me out time. here. There was a okay. I'm gonna look this up while you guys. Debate. I mean, this has to be Knievel First off, we yeah, have Chapin, to have you must yeah. have suggested this because you do own an evil Knievel outfit. Uh, yes. Well, actually, uh, um, sad and fact, I. Last month I retired it and I Aww. donated it. Did you play taps for it? I did. <laughs> did. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's your suggestion? Do well, you have a Daredevil suggestion or a list even? I do actually. I I, I did compile a quick uh, Rushmore of uh, Daredevils. Uh, obviously, Evil Knievel being the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second, uh, Robbie Madison of Red Bull fame. Well, that was uh, pretty good. Jumping the. Uh, um, uh, in Vegas, doing the um, Arc de Triumph, was it? No, it's the uh, Fountains. That right? Was, e- Elijah? Evil Knievel did that. Evil tried to, and his son <laughs> yeah, did not go well, so actually, well for him. He had a, uh, Robbie Madison had a, a couple in Vegas. Um, okay. In 2011, he had the San Diego Harbor, uh, which he jumped. Um, well, actually, which uh, I was there for. Does being a daredevil mostly means that you're, like, just trying to jump over something? Because uh, that's a first, like, I thought of, like... Uh, I don't know if it was in the Ghost Rider movie or if, like, the Ghost Rider character, uh, like, the human form of Ghost Rider, he just jumped yeah. over stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, that's actually a good question, because uh, I was thinking the same thing myself. The uh, One of the people on my list is Felix Baumgartner, mm. the, another Red Bull fame. The uh, accountant? Jumping from <laughs> the jumping ball. He went up 130,000 feet and jumped out of a balloon, so I think... Just jumping off fits. of stuff. Jumping I'd off, like to yeah. throw out a collective suggestion. Yeah. How about the cast of uh, Jackass? Yeah. Oh, that's just a good all one. of them all rolled into one, just getting like uh, that's you know, how old things in the nuts smashed repeatedly, into their yeah. you know genitals uh-huh. and you know jumping off of stuff. Like that's just a collective daredevil it, it, mentality yeah. amongst. I would agree group. with that. So yeah, yeah. Devlin. It was a, it was a cartoon in the seventies, okay. and <laughs> with the voice with, with the voice acting work of one Mickey Dolenz. Oh wow! <laughs> where he was there was a, uh, a evil Knievel type with a traveling circus and his two kids, uh, and I think they fought crime. Okay, of course. Well, of course, cartoon. Did, yeah. You got to fight crime. Well, I uh, guess it's not a lightning round if we don't kind of <laughs> do it with a. a, a 
with the speed of a bolt of lightning. So wrap us up, Chapin. Uh, okay, uh, fourth one, uh, Carl Walenda of the Flying Walenda's fame. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, all right. Died in 1979 in Puerto Rico, fell off the um, There's a Puerto rope. Rican guy named Carl? He died in Puerto Rico. I guess oh, okay. if you die in a country, maybe you become, <laughs> you become that a citizen yeah. of that country. Uh, and honorable mention is uh, Super Dave Osborne. Oh, okay. sure. Oh, my God. Maybe Great. technically not a daredevil, but one of the most well-known daredevils. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that uh, David Einstein? David Einstein, yeah. Or sure. His, or is it Bob Einstein? Bob Einstein. Bob, He's Bob. Einstein, brother to Albert Brooks whose real name is Albert Einstein, <laughs> whose father was a daredevil because he played a character named Harry Parker Carcass on the Jack Benny show, uh, and he died on stage at a Friars Club roast. Albert Brooks has a recording of his father's head hitting the dais as he dies. He has a heart attack. <laughs> so, oh, so he's the son of a daredevil. Oh. Do, any of, do any of these, uh, to wrap it up, do any of these daredevils die of natural causes, or are they all just like mm. engulfed well, evil. in flame? That's right. That, Evil died. Well, he died of what? Uh, emphysema? Or like yeah. cirrhosis yeah. or something. I think he... Yeah. Well, you're the a daredevil if you take up smoking. Yeah. Patty. That's true. Yeah. Well, tobacco go. is natural. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I want to thank our studio engineer, Vivian Reeves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Former former guest on the show. Yeah, yeah. Who is, who is here. <laughs> and also uh, another recording engineer, uh, Nolan, Currently as well. eating a hot dog, yeah. I believe. So, uh, uh, Cheap, do you have another category? Uh, Too bad. Get out of here. Mount Rushmore Next. of shitty things that President Trump has said. No, no, no. That's all of them. Oh, well, there you go. It's too small a list. Too big a <laughs> yeah. list. I can't. I can't. I can't narrow it Mount down. Mount Rushmore of terrible presidents. Mount Rushmore of terrible. Well, we did the much le- rush less. Oh, you did. I listened to that one. Believe it yeah. or not. How about terrible uh, people who would make terrible presidents who exist in the world who are not not presently a president? Ashley, uh, do you have a suggestion? I do. What's um, that? Mount Rushmore of barbecue mistakes. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a that's, <laughs> that's personal. That's, that sounds like that's that sounds like a Jeff, Jeff who's been the grill master all day. Commandment is thy propane tank shall be full. Uh, <laughs> a big propane. Yeah. Something is going on because I had this happen over Fourth uh, of July. Big propane, big propane is, is screwing us over. I think the tanks are getting smaller, yeah. or they're they're being used. They, they get used more quickly. Yeah. Um, somehow, Jeff, Jeff somehow just has a series of 400 Bic lighters <laughs> that he has to plug in every 35 seconds. <laughs> All yeah. right. So thank you so much, Chip. Thank you. Thank you. Right and so. I want to say uh, congratulations on your 100th episode. Thank, thank you. So and I'm much. honored that you would choose me to be your first guest. <laughs> <laughs> Purely accidental. <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. Next in the chair. Is Patty? Are you oh, here to be? I guess. Okay. Sure. I, I was just sitting to watching the uh, the proceedings. Pat- oh, wait. hold on. <laughs> should uh, should Tyler get in the hole here? Yeah. Step into the hole. Patty, who's in disguise as MCA from the Beastie Boys, Patty, very you, yellow and blue today. You are somebody who I often think would make a great uh, regular participant on Mount Rushmore because you have a lot of opinions and you're not afraid to express them. Yeah, but they're not great opinions, from my understanding. Was, oh, well, that would make you perfect. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, flash forward uh, about a month or two, and Patty's going to be a guest. We have him. We have him booked. We had to get. We had to go through his agent. Yep. We had to go oh through his business manager. manager. Yep. Uh, they're all taking ten percent out of nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> we had to go around the calendar about four times, which means my secretary, who you know manages all that, got sure. another ten percent of. We have to make sure nothing. that he is. There's a document saying that he is 18, is on file in Calabasas, California. Has his own insurance. <laughs> yep. Just in case there's any sort of accidents yeah. that happen while on set. So, well, so, would, it, would it be an accident, or would it technically be? Misadventure. <laughs> I, I think it. this is Death more accurate. So <laughs> Pat, Patty coming up is going to record an episode with us, the Mount Rushmore of cover songs that are better than the original. Oh, wow. So that'll be interesting. You know, Richard and I will team up and not be able to decide on something and then uh, find the most uh, boring answer, and then Patty will probably so come that's in and clean house. Crush us. That's yeah. upcoming. Okay. Well, and it works that you guys won't be able to decide because I am still adjusting my list. Uh, you okay. know, I'll think about it every week or so, and I'll go through and throw away all of my ideas and uh, come up with new ones. A preemptive yeah. question. Would something that was recorded initially by not the composer but another artist, so if nothing to, compares to you by Sinead O'Connor is on the list, is it is it a cover? I don't think that counts because I don't know if he recorded, recorded it. Yeah. He recorded, yeah. Oh, actually, wrote. it is a cover because he, it was recorded by Vanity Six. That's right. Prior to. Prior to that. Okay. So I would consider that a cover. Okay. Richard, let's, let's talk off mic about that one. Uh, you know, oh, Michael's getting a little so hot. Alternately, yeah. we could discuss a Mount Rushmore of any given topic. Uh, our studio engineer, Nolan, is here. Nolan, is there anything you think in your life? I would love to make a list of the top four best candies or the top four uh, sports or something like that. Do you have any? Um, 
thing you want to discuss? There's a crocodile in his shirt. Is there a top four? It's an alligator. It's an alligator. alligator. You heathen. Oh, that's right. You don't say later, later, (laughs) crocodile. Boy, you gotta get them right. I think two of them would be like a hyena and a hippopotamus. Okay, top four animals that start with the letter H. Yeah, hippo. Hippo? Nolan's got hyena and hippo. Nolan, get closer to the microphone. If you would. Which animals did you nominate? Um, a hippopotamus and a, um, a hyena. Okay. Would you consider, Jeff, as the host and the judge, <laughs> the H, the H. A, a, H. a hippogriff? Oh, hippogriff. Is this a uh, J.K. Rowling's creation? That's right. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, I think. Ignore it. Was hippogriff in Public Enemy? Was he one of those guys? I think he was the DJ <laughs> yeah. in Public Enemy. Okay. And well, Patty is now so bored that he's texting. No, I'm, so I'm actually looking people. something up because so. it, it doesn't technically start with an H, but it starts with the H sound. I will offer up the javelina. Okay, the javelina. Or the hagwana. I mean, what about the hagwar? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, look, I get that it's it's a little bit of a stretch, a but a higher. A higher. Hey, uh, technically speaking, higers are now legal in California. Hmm. What, what, what a higher? What is a higher? How about a hamster? Oh, hamster. I have been... Did yeah, anyone have a hamster growing up? the only animal you've listed that I've actually been bitten by. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I... So now Jeff is part hamster. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's how it works. Yeah, are, are you aware hamster? bat anti-hamster repellent <laughs> that day. Yeah. I would love if the Spider-Man that bit uh, um, Peter Parker swapped traits with him. So now the spider is an awkward nerd that can't meet girls. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> he is proportionate. And a hammerhead. How about the hammerhead? A hammerhead shark. There we Perfect. go. I think we got him. All right. Yeah, nailed it. And then uh, Tyler Granlin is hovering nearby. Well, we got to get Patty's first. Patty. Well, I've just been, yeah, I I guess I was a a guest participant with a garbage answer for the uh, H animals, for the Hanimals. So, okay, I I have a potential category, and that might be something regarding kickball teams, since you've been on all of them. Yes. Is there a... I think there's two that I haven't been on. Is there a Mm. Mount Rushmore of the four worst names or ideas for kickball teams, or just painfully common, something with with balls or kick? Well, I I think there are, but haven't you guys gone over this one before, with all of the the worst garbage names of kickball teams? We talked about it with uh, uh, former guest Saw Dow. That's right, yeah. Uh, just like, you know, anything that has uh, a pun in it or uh, based About on... kicking yeah. or balls. Yeah. If you've got kick or balls in your name, you really need to rethink what you're doing. So, Drunk so, again and looking to score is... Right up there. Yeah, that, okay. Cause yeah, I, I, that's right. I guess you guys talked about more like broad scope ideas, not necessarily specific team names. The, the first two that always jump to mind is the absolute worst, and uh, you see them in every league, and I think I've even played on one once or twice, is uh, Balls Deep is always just Terrible. horrible. Um, and uh, the other one, and I don't know why people still keep coming back to this one, because not only is it horrible, but it's so horrendously outdated now, and that is new kicks on the block. Okay. Yeah. There's so many leagues that have a new kicks on the block. Which, yeah, there's got to be a there's got to be a generational like uh, tipping point when um, uh, who what's that group of what's the English kids group of like there's five One, one Direction. There's got to be a one yeah. in about eight to twelve years. There's going to be just a slate of just One Direction kickball names. I can't think of any. Yeah, I, I, I can't right think now. of like the Jonas Brothers one. ones are coming. That's sure. we're about yeah. about close in yeah, time. Okay. Name their team water. What? Oh. So would it be a team, kickball teams named after the periodic table of elements or the elements in the uh, primitive... Uh, uh, Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> That's oh, already yes. a band. <laughs> you don't need that. Black bile, yellow bile, um, stomach acid, yeah. and red blood. Perfect. She's pretty but good. They're all perfect, burnt. Perfect. Well, and they're all very important fluids in the human body. Those are the precious fluids that they were talking about in Dr. Okay, Strangelove. We're we also sitting next to a uh, card-carrying Irishman, too. So, Patty... Yeah. Is it true that a gentleman named Paddy Cullum, you can kind of guarantee he's got some Irish? There's, there's probably some. Okay. Yeah. How okay. many of your brethren were killed making the actual Mount Rushmore? Um, How many people, sorry. like, of your family members were just blown up via dynamite? Well, I, the thing is, I don't think any of them actually successfully got to the mountain okay. because as Irishmen, we're wondering where the hell is Kennedy? Sure. That's, that's the question. I mean, you know. I mean, it was made before Kennedy was... It doesn't matter. That's <laughs> Kennedy is timeless. <laughs> You're talking to an Irish guy who went to a Catholic high school. You're going to tell me that Kennedy hasn't been around forever? forever. That's a good point. Kennedy was around before Jesus. Kennedy was trying to convince Pontius Pilate to let Jesus go. 
I have no uh, historical backing for that. Right. And, and I don't even know if the... Uh, it's fact. Okay. Are we sure we want to have Pat on the show in a couple months? I don't know. Hey, I Irish, told you it was going to be garbage, man. I'm Irish caricatures. And I've, I've, now it's occurring to me that Andy Cap is not indeed. He's just a British caricature. He's supposed to be like, yeah, he's like a cockney, yeah. right? But every Irish cop ever. Every Irish every, cop ever? Yeah. Which as we, we, we did a little bit on this that's with right. the kids earlier. They're yeah. sp- usually spinning something that's like a watch winder or a cigar snipper. Or, or his a baton. Or a blackjack, yeah. Blackjack, yeah. Jack, yeah. Um, uh, of course, the leprechaun. That, yeah. That's, you know, yeah. very... It could be the Irish spring. Is there an Irish spring, spring guy, too? Uh, well, there's not an Irish spring guy, but there was a great Irish spring commercial, yeah. which is a guy standing out in the forest, and he's whistling, and, yeah. you know, yeah, dun, 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 And now the best part about this commercial is, like, midway through, as he's, like, standing out, there's no there's no indication as to where the water is coming from, but clearly there's a shower somewhere above uh. him. It's very localized. I mean, it's not like he's standing in the rain. He's standing in a shower out in the woods yes. and just, you know, washing himself up with Irish spring and having a good time. Yeah. And midway through the song that he's whistling, a lady comes in and starts showering with him. <laughs> and that really perks up his whistling and singing because he's so happy. I just thought that was a very interesting yeah. and appropriate commercial. And so, you know, we, we proceeded to use Irish Spring for the next 10 years of our lives. Because I saw this when I was a kid, uh-huh. just waiting to see, okay, when's... When, when's a hot lady <laughs> going to come join me in the shower? Recruiting for Sinn Féin, the Irish, Repo- the Irish Republican <laughs> Army. Okay, so we also, I think, have in our midst, uh, there were two Grandlins, um, and... We're doubling up our Grandlins. We're doubling up our double Grandlins. The, I know Grandlin one, we power. might be able to talk about some Disneyland attraction. Well, let's get rid, let's get rid of Patty first. Yeah, let's right. get rid of the Patty. hell out of okay. here. Patty's tagging out. Bye, wait, wait, you guys are talking we'll about Disney and you're weeks. kicking me out? This is oh, horrible. No. Press the trapdoor button in there. Yeah! Patty, you'll sh- come on my mic over here and we'll get uh, somebody else sitting right here. Tyler Grandlin, come on in. Okay, I'm Patty now. Apparently, filling in for Jeff, so I'm the host of the show. That's right. That's Wait very strange. Unfortunately, yeah, Jeff Jeff has, Jeff has to actually host a party and a sh- and a podcast at the same time. Yes. That's a bit. It's a bit too much. Yeah, that, he's he's a busy fella. But we yeah. do now have uh, Grandland One, Grandland A. I, I mean, well, I don't uh, want to Grandland Prime. First place. I think. First place. Yeah, yeah, he's the, the first, first Grandland. First place Grandland. Yeah. We're, wow, we're getting scowled at by Tim Grandland off mic. <laughs> yeah. Unrelated. Unrelated. <laughs> So what do you want to talk about, Tyler? Yeah, what do you have, Tyler? Yeah, you came um, in with a list. Well, he's, I had a, no, I had a pretty, I had a pretty basic basic one, um, which is it's the Mount Rushmore. Something's stolen, correct? Uh, Mount Rushmore of international cuisine by country. Mm. But then, so I was singing that. Whoa, great minds sing alike. But then I was then I I, I wanted to kind of change it to Mount Rushmore of shithole countries. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, That's right. exactly. But then uh, I decided to audible back to Mount Rushmore of international cuisine by Wait, country. But can we combine the two for Mount Rushmore of shithole the cuisine? best food from shithole countries? Because there's some really, you know, kind of sketchy yeah. countries out there that had some amazing food. See, <laughs> Patty, what shithole countries are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you just walked right in. I, I really did, didn't, didn't I? Yeah. So, so yeah. now I'm going to be politically incorrect. Um, well, okay. I, so when you when you say like international, so you okay. would assume uh, Chinese food. China, China, Japan, you know, Thailand, Italy. Vietnam, Italy, Colombia, whatever. You whatever country. New how Mexico. About, how about Mexico? Italy? Well, so how about it? I mean, New Mexico. So, well, that, that? but it's, I think it's a really tough question, actually. Um, what, Italy pizza, right? Spaghetti. This is coming type, from the Italian guy. Of, of course, you're going to pick Italy, Richard. Italy's different type of pasta. Yeah. There's four. Done. <laughs> so my, I think my cannoli. My <laughs> contribution. Got to throw in a dessert in there. So I have a hard pasta, time. Uh, exactly. When you get into the Asian countries, you get stuff because there's you there's know, a lot of Japan. Them. Japan kind of needs to be up there because they're going to have a lot of different options from really good steaks to sushi to ramen. But then, then whiskey. That, but then, are you going to also put Thai, Thailand on there because you know Thai food just across the board is amazing. So it's pretty tough. So Vietnam can get out of here. Fuzz, no good. Fuzz, amazing. Get that out. Okay. No, it's. I, I don't like eating stinky feet. Get I don't here. like eating anything that nobody can agree how to pronounce it. Is it pho? Is it pho? Is it fa? No. Yeah, I, I agree. We, I know yeah, how we, to we pronounce have to pizza. Yeah. So we're yes. Good with yeah. So I, I say we nix Vietnam. I'm with you, Richard. Okay, okay, we can get that one right out. So we have. So we have Italy locked in. What else do we have then? I think you got. I think you got to go Mexico. You think? Look, we're we're in Los Angeles. It's it's pr- practically annexed with us. Yes, yeah. I have a good rule of thumb: don't eat Mexican food if your state doesn't border Mexico. Mm. <laughs> That's actually a really good rule. Um, 
I'll make an exception for Chicago. Now, but what about Colorado? Because Colorado borders New Mexico. Does that count? Do they get it by proxy, or is Colorado right out? Is New Mexico its own? It may actually count as, as its own international cuisine. Well, so. technically speaking, Texas is its own country. I mean, aren't they still a republic? They're a republic. Yeah, I believe, they're they're, yes. they're still sort of separate. So I guess if you border Texas, does that mean you know by the transitive property you can count Mexico? Well, if we do this suddenly, Jesus, like Patty. Quebec is going to be like everything. bordering. I really Mexico. do. Everything he makes worse. <laughs> Okay. All right. So simple. All right. So I'm I'm throwing Japan on there because we got to have sushi and yeah, ramen. Yeah, that's a good one. So we have Italy, Japan, Mexico. So who takes the last spot? You have the whole world. You have India. I'm gonna. Yeah, that was gonna be you my have, guess. Was that's India? A good one. Germany. You got bratwurst. Uh, Germany's good, but they've got French, bratwurst. French cuisine is very is like, you know, often considered some of the highest level of culinary, like the things that you can buy do. By the French, though. Yes. Yeah, Just speaking of shithole yeah. countries yeah. with great cuisine, that was my first thought was France. <laughs> what a shithole that Eiffel Tower. I know, place is horrible. <laughs> stupid Louvre. Get out of here. <laughs> India's interesting, though. India's, India's really good. Pretty, and India, India's also like basically half of British cuisine is Indian food. Well, no, so the they better half of British over, cuisine yes, is exactly. Indian. Yeah, so, so they I managed see. to take over another country's cuisine, basically. So you have to give them some props for that. So I'd go with India. I could go sign on India. Uh, yeah. Take I'm, a hike, France. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, French. <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it with a French accent. French accent. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. I, I don't know how to do a French I don't know how to do a French accent either. I, 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 think, I think you just talk through your Let nose. the king of accents through here, guys. Come on. I speak Pig Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Pig Latin, did we consider that as a cuisine? Yeah. Ooh. Pig Pay. Lots of pork. It's all Aiken Bay and Amhay. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, I think an interesting kind of subtopic of that would be American interpretations of another country's food. So, like, what we consider in America to be pizzas can get really kind of sideways from, like, the original Italian pizza. Or yeah. same thing with, like, our pasta dishes. Chinese. Right? Yeah, yeah, very much well, like pasta. You know, or, like, Chinese, Chinese food is, like... That's not what they yeah, eat. Anyone who's been to China and spent time there will tell you it's not Panda Express. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 well, just real briefly, I want to bring in former former guest, my wife, Sarah, to, who uh, has been to Italy. And how is Italian pizza? Well, I can't I can't speak to, you know, genuine Naples uh, pizza, but the pizza I had near the Vatican was crap. Because it was totally tourist. Like, we were exhausted well, because we'd been in museums all day and... We stop and we're like, okay, I just, I just need a slice of pizza, and it was the, frankly, the worst pizza I'd ever had. So, so. is it safe to say that papal pizza is piss poor? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever had that much alliteration on this podcast? Okay, come on. Patty's papal pizza <laughs> piss poor. Unbelievable. Uh, tagging out, uh, putting Jeff Hopkins back into the host seat. Uh, I, uh, no. He's... Have we talked about Disney attractions? No, no, not we yet. haven't had the other Grandland in yet. Yeah, Tim's oh, going to talk well, about that. Yeah, right here. So yeah, let's 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 tag let's tag uh, Tyler. Yeah, out. Let me get out of here. Thank you. And put in another T Grandland. We're going T. Going. There we go. Going to, go. Go to well, the pen. Thank you, Tyler. You've yep. been at. Yeah. Thanks, guys. The best. Not that great. No, he's okay. He's been grand. Grandlandy. So I am a non-native uh, Californian, and I am new to Disneyland, respective to some of the other people in this room, maybe not the guy from Missoula, Montana. But if you were to rate throughout the last 50, 60-plus years of Disneyland the best attractions, what would your top four be starting with you, Patty? Uh, I will start with the very first one I ever rode and is still awesome, and one of the few rides that's actually killed someone, and that is Big Thunder Mountain. <laughs> In Ooh. Disneyland uh, in Anaheim. Nice. Big Thunder Mountain was also one of the comedians uh, who toured with Steve Harvey <laughs> in the, the, the Deaf Comedy Jam. So, I, so. I don't believe that's true. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I think you might want to check your facts on that one there, Hopkins. Okay. Big Thunder Mountain counts into my top four of things that make me completely nauseous every time I ride them. Does really? that bug you at all? No. Okay, okay. I have a, I have a routine on it. I have bits. Universal. Yeah. It, it, no, it, it's great. I mean... You, okay, then what's... When, I, you, when I was at more? D23, there was a Big Thunder Mountain costume that someone wore for the Masquerade competition, oh, and it epic. was incredible. It was actually a working train yeah. that was moving around this person, and lights, yeah. and the whole nine yards, and all the little details, the little goat. It's incredible. Now, it was, was incredible. there a little goat holding dynamite in its mouth? Yes! Magnificent. Like every little detail from the ride was all placed around her on this That's crazy. massive costume. I think my top four would be Pirates, Haunted Mansion, 
and so far, any, 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 anything that's been made into a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Country bears. And you know Woo! what? As as I age rapidly, uh, since becoming a homeowner, anytime I can just sit on the Mark Twain riverboat and just look off into the distance, sure, sure. I'll do that for like an ah, hour sometimes till I get dragged great. off. The Mark Twain riverboat. Do you like whistle while you're doing it? I totally. Carve something? (laughs) I'm whittling, and uh, I am also just a fan. It's now we're talking about attractions, it doesn't have to be rides. Uh, I'm just a big fan of just walking down Main Street. Did I get lame? No, I always was lame. Yeah, well, no, yeah. You're, you're, you definitely have much more of an ambience kind of feel to it. I mean, yeah. you know, because all of the ones that you have there, they're not necessarily like super thrills. I think there's a drop or two in Pirates. Uh, yeah. But um, most of them, it's just, you know, you're Atmosphere. going through and you're looking at stuff. It, it, it's much more ambient as opposed to yeah. sort of a high-speed thrill jostling you yeah, around I kind of ride. I don't think about Disneyland in terms of, of roller coasters. Like, my favorite is has always been the... Uh, uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh, sure. Uh, mostly because oh, yes. of of that hacky jokes, but just because yeah. it's it's just like it's an experience and it's silly and it's not like what I what I like about Disney rides is they seem to try to transport you to another world, whether it's the world of the undead or of pirates or of like. Well, there's more, yeah, storytelling going on. Right. The the world of the overpriced churro. Just get on and get thrilled. There's a story when you're in the queue on the ride itself. There's always like a through line to the whole experience. Yeah. 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 I don't know what my uh, what what, uh, what my are we only talking about Disneyland by the way are we talking are I think we are we opening up to every park or I think we're Disneyland holding Disneyland the original park I yeah I don't know if we're even allowed how to do we wanna, how do we want to how do we want to you know let's just keep it to the original park right now not even take California Adventure okay. or the oh, other parks oh, around the world okay yeah, yeah let's let's just Tower stay with Terror your... is off the board then yes technically also since it's now a Guardians of the Galaxy true right? unless but, you go unless you go to Florida yeah there is still a Tower of Terror yes. in Florida and it was always you the Disney, Tower of Terror Disney anyway. Nerd correcting me on this. It's very <laughs> infuriating. You've got three people here. Two of them work for Disney. Two of them are Disney nerds. I know. And yeah. then there's me. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, real quick, I just want to throw out a, a different Disney one. How about the uh, Rushmore of discontinued Disneyland attractions? Maybe hmm. because they killed someone. Wow. Sure. You got, it's got to be the, sky, the Skyway to Tomorrowland. Uh, people mover has got to be at the top people of that. People mover. Uh-huh. Was yeah. there a Carousel of Progress ever here? Or is that only in Florida? Uh, I think there, there was, was one here. Then I'm putting that on my Mount Rushmore. The Harvey Weinstein Whirler. Ooh, yeah. Uh, Miramax. Yeah, the the, uh, the 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 Harvey Ryan, uh, Weinstein inappropriate dark ride. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it wasn't Interventions a Carousel of Progress type thing before it became Interventions. That's what I think. We might have to research that. And uh, the Country Bear Jamboree. Jamboree. Love it. I know what I said. No, you, but you said it wrong. I said it in the way that Homer Simpson said it. When I was growing up, we had, I had a stuffed animal of, uh, what's his name, Big Al. Ah. Uh, he always lived on my bed. It's I got strange, a picture with liver lips last week. the country bear jamboree was replaced with another bear attraction. It, was, it became the uh, uh, Winnie the Pooh ride. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, they're just like, okay, we still want to, this is still a, a bear area. Right. Just different bears. But they no longer call it bear country. It's now critter country, but it's always more fun to call True. it bear country. Oh, oh I also got to go on oh. the list. Captain EO. Ooh. That might just go on my straight up Mount Rushmore of all Disney attractions, period, even. Which is yeah. fine, but I don't know if we can... We have two board certified kids. It's incredible. Thing, so, uh, Nolan has a list that involves two food items and two attractions. What's your list? Um, so, my list was, it was from Disneyland. Um, I have four things that I like. I like their churros yes. and their pickles, and I like the ride um, Pirates of the Caribbean and the Big Thunder Mountain. I those forget are, what it's called. I Solid. can't argue those with any of those picks. choices. Nolan, let me ask you this. Uh, have you had a turkey leg at Disneyland? Oh, I've seen them, but I haven't had You have to try one. They're they huge. They really big. They're go, as big as your face. If you yeah. go to the Hungry Bear Cafe, you can get a churro funnel cake. Funnel cake, but with all the churro sugar and, like, some syrup on top. And it's incredible. Vivian has some suggestions. Yes, what are yours, Vivian? Um, Hawk. One, of my favorite, one of my favorite rides is uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yes. yes. Um, my, my favorite. Dad, my, my dad, he, um, he used to sing, Toad Goes to Hell. Toad Goes to Hell. Toad Goes to Hell. Toad Goes to Hell. My brother. 
Yeah, my brother and I would sing that in line for the ride every time and get people looking at us like we were like crazy people because we were. Well, and the great thing about Mr. Toad is it's really a good lesson for life because you can be a, a crazy driver with your inappropriate uh, mania with a motor car, get into all sorts of trouble, get thrown into jail yeah. by the judge, and then and break out, go driving crazy, and then boom, you get into an accident and you go to hell. But at the end, you come back out and everything's fine. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. There are no consequences for your actions, kids. Mr. Toad's wild right. Well, summed up. Well, let's. Uh, well, Tim, thank you for being on the show. Ah, oh, you're welcome. Kids, thank, thank you for having me. We're gonna, we're gonna Yay, have bye. Jeff step back in. Yes, get have bye, Jeff and Richard. Richard come back in, and then we're gonna have. Um, Oh, thank you, Patty, as thank well. You. Adios. We're going to have uh, my wife, Emily, uh, previous guest on the show, come back in. Not back in, but come in. Guys, I just uh, want to thank everybody for being on the show, but, and want to thank so many people who have called in and donated money. Let's take a look at the board, see how much money we've raised so and far. And zero dollars. Zero dollars. Zero dollars. All right, well, looks at the New York. Go to New York, are you there? They're not here. It's just a it's just a dial tone. It's just a dial tone. You're not even talking into a phone, Jeff. You're just talking <laughs> oh into your God. hand. Well, the 100th episode telethon is doing very well, and we have uh, one of our youngest uh, participants in uh, uh, Michael's offspring, along with his better half, Emily, is here. It's if Felix you, Winfield. If you if you hear like the grabbing of microphone, uh, that's our son. Yeah. Um, he's not so saying much, but he's uh, very interested in Anderson just saying got here. much. We've got the the Rushmore ladies yeah. are hovering nearby. Um, one, Sarah Reeb, is here, and the mother of Vivian, who you heard early expressing her opinions, and the caretaker of Richard. Most important job Most she has, frankly. Uh, I would also want to have a fun Mount Rushmore of the... Of things I've learned about the courtship of Richard and Sarah. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, one that they met when they were 14, it seems like. No, how, how I was 17. 17. She was I was 18. Okay. Oh, yeah. Robin the Cradle. Robin the Cradle, yeah. That's right. Get him young. Illegal. Train him right like a bird dog. That's right. Okay. Um, so Emily, Emily's come in. She has, a, she has a, a choice. Okay. And she's pulling out her phone. She's got it all written down. Perfect. She knows what's going on. She did she's coming prepared. Clearly she's better. more prepared than we are for yeah. most episodes, if I'm being honest. I have hey, some built-in uh, hang out, hang out with the baby time where I can make like notes and things like that on my phone. I think that's what it is. Okay. So I did, and actually, I'm kind of surprised that this wasn't already done or at least on your list. But I have the uh, Mount Rushmore of dogs. That's next oh, cool. week's thing. Jk, Jk, Jk. So do I? I just like I like a topic like this because it can go in. Uh, a number of directions. Yeah. It could like be. Horses. It could be just. Yeah. It could be like, oh, a Saint Bernard, or it could be like Lassie. Yeah. Right. So Emily, who's on your Mount Rushmore of dogs? Uh, my first choice is Nipper from the RCA uh, logo fame. Ah, that's a good one. I didn't know he had a name. Nipper, and uh, when they actually, I think in the eighties, Nipper and Chipper, Nipper and Chipper. I think, <laughs> but I don't know if Chipper was part of it when. I didn't do any research on this, no. to be honest. But you could make it all up, and we'd believe you. <laughs> is Nipper listening so to <laughs> his master's voice? Is that Wait, what, what that? That's a good question. I actually don't know. Because I thought I've seen that like, his master's voice underneath yes. him. Really? And you yes. see, see him poised listening to. Yes, he's listening to the to the record, and that's why his ear is cocked because he recognizes his master's oh. voice. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's such an iconic image logo, yeah. and one, yeah. you know, you just know that logo. Um, I did have a backup for that for that one, which was the copper tone dog, who's oh, pulling yeah. off the the little girl's swimsuit. Was actually attack was a sexual like a harasser <laughs> yeah. and attacker. Yeah, we were reading Perfect. that that was Jodie Foster or Valerie Perrine or some. Jodie Foster was one of the top copper tone. Was she? Yeah, I don't know that she was the original model, but she was like one of them. Uh huh. This is point. this is interesting because it's it's a different it's a third way of identifying like. Rushmore of dogs, which is not specific, like pop culture dogs. But they're more dogs. iconic dogs. It's a what, a what an interesting approach. I think that if anybody said like the RCA logo, you would everybody knows what it looks like, yeah, yeah. which is strange because it's not like it's around or really used that often. It would be interesting to Vivian. Do you know? Do you know what the RCA logo looks like? 
What's RCA? There, there you go. go. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Mine is just the dark RCA, from, from the guys sit, Ubu Boys. sit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. I remember Ubu? that. You what show Ubu? did that? What, what show was that after? Was that Family Married with Children? or a ton uh, in the 80s. Yeah. I remember that hour in the Night 90s. Court, maybe? The Hour Gang dog, which I even as a child I could tell was a couple different dogs that they just took a marker and drew like a spot around his eye or something. But uh, animal cruelty. Okay, guys. Uh, Benji or Lassie? Lassie. Or Renton 10. There's your three options. I think oh, one okay. of those three you got to go with. Well, you know, hey, how many how many of them starred in a movie with Chevy Chase? Only Benji. Only Benji. It's definitely generational, though. I mean, I think that if you, you know, heard from people that are our parents' age, if, you know, 60s or 70s, they're going to say, you know, Rin a dog tin. that they grew up with, you know, something like a Renton 10. Whereas, you know, those of us that are more in the Gen X um, age group, uh, you know, we grew up with Benji. Mm-hmm. Eddie from Fraser, wasn't it? Eddie? Yeah, there you That's go. a good yeah. one, yeah. But he couldn't. I, if I had to choose between RCA Moose. and he Eddie, dogs. Oh, is it? Okay. They were both the same breed. I couldn't go with both of those. Okay. They were both Jack okay. Russell Terriers. Yeah. Sarah, is there a Mount Rushmore of awkward uh, um, attire items? Something, something like a snood or like a, a, a something, <laughs> some bizarre jodhpurs or. Um, I always think it's it's fun to think of, of the, the really kind of weird words that people don't know. There's um, the busk, mm. which is the um, uh, typically the wooden like piece that goes down the center of a corset. Oh, okay. Mm. So that like helps keep you up straight. I just ripped that off with my teeth. I didn't know what <laughs> <laughs> the if, tales of ribaldry. If I've had tr- too much to drink, I can't identify the difference between a balaclava and a and baklava. <laughs> <laughs> It gets very strange. It gets very. I don't know what's yeah. going on there. Uh, so, okay. So, also, is there a, maybe a worst era for clothing, uh, or, or the most the most fascist era uh, for women's clothing than they were the most bound up or controlled? Uh, well, I mean, I guess it, it really depends. I mean, if you were. Um, Everybody thinks of the 20s as being like this really free and it's the flappers and all that. It's like, that's awesome if you, you know, are super skinny and have, uh, you are not endowed in the chest. Mm. Um, You know, you can be this, you know, pretty young thing running around in uh, fringe and lace. If you were a woman of a certain size, though, the 20s were kind of awful. Uh, Like, you just looked like uh, you were wearing a sack of potatoes. I got to tell you, (laughs) Michael had one of the most amazing Halloween costumes once. Uh, and it was when he was um, Popeye, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I could be olive oil." And he was like, mm. oh, really? <laughs> "Like, I'm a little like I'm just that's just not my body type." Yeah, yeah, that's just not. It was yeah. not gonna. Work. And he was right. I was like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> like you know, if if you are of a more curvy persuasion, you know what? Like the, the Victorian age was. You know, I mean, it was kind of awesome because you know you had the corsets. It was like this big like hourglass thing. And you know what? If you had a little bit of a tummy, it didn't matter because you were in a big-ass skirt and nobody could see it. So it was kind of awesome. But, yeah. How about that dog from The Mask? Oh, yeah. Oh. When he put on that mask Isn't that dog. another? That's another Jack Russell, right? Too many Jack Russells. Uh, yeah, Wasn't I guess he a Jack Russell? Uh, do you want to hear my second choice? Of course. Oh, yeah. Second choice is Scooby-Doo. Just because... Animated dogs. A, I know you had a whole the car- cartoon a lot about or yeah. like the live action with like Sarah Michelle Gellar. No. Or the yeah, actual the cartoon. Dog. Okay. Cartoon. Yeah, oh, definitely okay. cartoon. Oh, what do you think? What was that? I do Fe- feel like Felix suggests on the Mount Rushmore of dogs is our two dogs, Champagne and Uno. <laughs> the only dogs he really knows. I believe those are good boys, by the way. They are good. Well, I feel like Scooby-Doo was a response to the... Uh, Tom and Jerry's and those things that came before it or or the crassness of a Woody Woodpecker. Like, these were just some young people out there traveling around in a van, probably getting high outside of frame. <laughs> they got a laid-back dog <laughs> and hippie. Yeah, I feel like it was just kind of... And, and they were kind of helping humanity by by solving mysteries and things like that. It's definitely you know? a product of its era. Yeah. You know, it's the way I think that, like, the, the movie that they tried to do in the 90s, it's like, it didn't quite work. I mean, I'm sure it was successful or whatever, but it, it didn't quite work because it's like, no, the Scooby-Doo was definitely a product of, like, the late 70s For sure, post-hippie. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. These guys are stoners who look like they belong in <laughs> Days and Confused. Well, yeah. 
I mean, what's what's more laid back and and freewheeling than a than a handkerchief like tied <laughs> tied <laughs> or closely around your neck? That's a stud right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what's that? That's two, three, that's, love. That's yeah. That's two there, and the uh, the third one actually is the Dalmatian fire dog. Ooh. Which is which is kind of a breed specific one. Yeah. And just, I mean, you think of a fire dog and you think of a Dalmatian. Of course. Everybody knows that. It's just. I think, of I think of 101 of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's even a, I'm hoping it's a Dalmatian, I can't remember, but there's a famous fire dog down on Wilshire somewhere uh, that I saw a documentary about. I don't remember the story. Well, now, see, this is me not coming prepared. But, you know, I know you can go with different breeds like St. Bernard's as the rescue yeah, right. dogs with the barrel bring, bring around the neck. Bring in the barrel of alcohol. Yeah, yeah you've got uh, uh, German Shepherds as police dogs. Mm. But there's something about the Dalmatian because there's really, if someone says a Dalmatian, you either think about 101 Dalmatians or you think about firehouses. Yeah. You and know, also because like, Dalmatians are, in reality, like crazy. Yeah, they are. They're like Weimariners. You know, yeah. they're like, they'll, oh, just, they'll just tear up your yard and yeah. they've got... It's a it's so a con- it's a stars. confident police chief who shows up with a labradoodle or something <laughs> <laughs> or oh multipoo or something like that. A Shih Tzu, really? A that's a, that's that's a, your bloodhound. Or, or that dog that Dumb and Dumber made Oh, how about it's a mix of a bulldog? So go ahead, Nolan. Dumb and Dumber made up a dog that was a mix of what? A Shih Tzu? Shih Tzu. A bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> so how about, how about, Mag- how about McGruff, the crime dog? That's right. Ooh, that's yeah. a pretty good that's one. A, yeah. That's a, that's a actual, who was based He's on. He's a bloodhound, right? On Carl Malden, wasn't Carl he? Carl Malden. Like <laughs> a drunken gentleman on a cruise ship told me he invented McGruff, the crime dog. <laughs> well, that's how you got that cruise ship, yeah. buddy. <laughs> cash, your, cash. Your last one. Sorry, I'm uh, preoccupied with the baby no, here. No, we My got bad. a baby, baby going on. I know. Uh, the last one is uh, somewhat of a more recent phenomenon, and it's a viral dog, and it's Denver the Guilty Dog. Oh. Yeah. I mean, if there was ever, like, a sweet dog that everybody saw the video, and it's just like, oh, Denver, you know? I mean, he ate the cat treats. Everybody knew he ate the cat treats. He bears his teeth. His you eyes are closed. You probably watched this a dozen times in a row when you first showed I it I mean, to it me. was just insane. I've never seen a cuter dog. And it was just like, what a good boy, even though he was in trouble. Yeah. And if that doesn't epitomize how, how I feel about dogs in general, just... You love them even when they're yeah. assholes. Which ours always are. Yeah. <laughs> Especially post-baby. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions. Actually, no, one. Uh, and that's any dog with bionic legs or wheels. Yep. Any all, of them. all in on dogs all, with uh, yeah, busted up legs. Yep. Right. Any but busted not just up dogs because like I mean they have ferrets that little like and wheelchairs and, and yeah. This is the Mount Rushmore of dogs though, so I'm gonna say <laughs> dogs, bionic legs, wheels, harnesses, anything. Uh oh. That's okay. So that's it, Mount Rushmore dogs. Thanks, darling. Yeah, sorry I was a little. Uh, <laughs> no, you're a little what? Baby. Preoccupied yes. with a baby? Yes. We've been preoccupied <laughs> with a baby for seven months. That's true. Eight months. My dad told me to try and. Uh, so, do we have any categories left, or are we I wrapping think, up? No, I Anderson had one, and then Lloyd was, had one too. So. Had oh, uh, Nolan has a category. Nolan. And Vivian has, but I didn't know that you two were so prepared, so I do appreciate you coming prepared. Always prepared. Since you're a gentleman and I know you're very patient, Vivian, do you want to say your category first? Sure. Um, I think um, categories of worst places to get a sun- sunburn. Oh, I will tell you, the number one worst place is right behind your knee. Oh, I thought like, you were going to say like Phoenix. Hot. <laughs> That area, right, machi, yeah. right when, right where your shorts end, and right above your socks. Oh, another. When you get that sunburn, right there, you. It's hard to sit down. It's hard to stand up. Everything's painful, and you don't expect to put sun sun lotion there. Oh, um, also. Top um, of your head, by the way, is another bad one. If you, th- those of us losing a little bit of the uh, going um, bad month with have, their, the hair here. I have another. Um, I have one that, and while climbing like Mount Everest or something like that, um, the sun will reflect off the snow, and mm. you will get in your panting mouth, and you're like, <sighs> you will get a sunburn on the roof of your mouth. That's that sounds awful. That actually sounds like the reason, worst reason number twelve not to go to. Uh, 
Yeah. That no sounds like the worst <laughs> hot pizza burn times like a thousand. You're I, like, ah! I once got a sunburn on the tops of my <laughs> ears. I was working, here, Richard, this, you'll like this. I was working at the World Cup That's... in 1994. Okay. At the Rose Bowl. Yeah, right. And we were standing outside, just working in the, like, we were, like, serving hot dogs and hamburgers and soda. And you don't think about it when you're 16 years old, how much the sun can just destroy you. And, like, I didn't I think, think about it. I was standing. Yeah, she's smarter than you. a lot smarter you, so. than we were back in the day. That's true. And uh, hi, I, hi. I came home. And the tops of my ears had totally blistered over. They were like, it was like a, a quarter inch just of just pus. It was so painful. And that's why uh, soccer is a terrible sport. Oh. The worst sunburn I ever got, I think. Oh, actually, I know someone went to the SC football game and he sunburned his lips so bad that they were like bleeding. If a sunburn leads to blood, yeah, that's, that's a that's a bad sunburn. I I once got a sunburn on my eyelids. Oh, I, on your eyelids? I don't remember that. Huh? I should pay more attention to you, I guess. Huh? You probably. All right. On to a next could I, one. Could I sit over there? Anderson. Oh, so you got headphones on, so move slowly. Anderson, come on over here, and you and I are going to share this mic. Yeah. Uh, once you. <laughs> No, you take, no, Anderson, you take that mic. Take that mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sit next Here, come sit with me. Hey, Vivian, happy new year. Well, happy new year. We'll just be commentating. Okay. That's right. Okay. The peanut gala. Yeah. <laughs> Literally peanuts. Yeah. Anderson has joined us, and sir, thank you so much for coming here. Because you don't live you live here permanently now, or you don't? I or? don't. I used to live here. I grew up here, born and raised Southern California. I'm a native Angelino, uh, and uh, oh, you're the one. I'm the one. I'm yeah. the only one. Uh, and uh, about two years ago, a little over two years ago, I moved to St. Louis. Oh wow! And which is funny. I've been listening to uh, I listen to you guys weekly, but every once in a while I binge. Uh, if I miss a week, and there were like three weeks in a row where there were Missouri references in every yes. single show, yeah. and uh, in the Halloween episode, actually, I was listening to it, and uh, the gentleman you had on mentioned that um, he was from South Missouri, from a specific area. I was in that area driving, listening to the show. I'm like, ah, this is coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> it followed you. The it, podcast it followed, followed you. Me, yeah, or or, I, or you guys were uh, spying uh-huh. on me. One or the other. One we, or the other. We are in you our... Don't, you don't understand that when you download a podcast episode, it does include spy, spyware yeah, does. <laughs> and tracking software. So everybody oh. should download it. And Mount it's a Rushmore. macro that says, hey, how's everyone in Pawtucket, Rhode Island? <laughs> we hope you're doing really well. But I won't be doing the Mount Rushmore of Big Brother. No. No, okay. no, no. no, 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 no. Orwellian. Uh, what what so, would be your topic of choice? Um, you know, I, I tried to think of something that's easy off the cuff. Um, I have some thoughts of things that I would love to talk in detail on, but there are things that I'm probably more well-versed in. Than oh, my I God. This assume. is a quickie episode. Just say <laughs> that. Anderson, there's nothing go. quickie about Anderson. How long have you known him? This is true. Yeah, oh long in the God. tooth. Team him um, up with Patty and then just let it run for three hours. There's the hours. preface, there's yeah, a preamble, then there's well, a forward. I mean, I'll tell him. I'll tell him we're going to team up on one. Um, I like to do the Mount Rushmore of Spider-Man villains. Oh, cool. He's got a lot. He's got a, a very underrated rogues gallery. Well, yeah. we just get, let's knock the, the basic ones off. Doc Ock. I know the stupidest. Which who's one's the, the stupidest? Brick Man. Rolling. <laughs> Same what he did, he was a, a good baseball player, and then he got infused with uh, a, the powers, the powers of the wall. <laughs> and then he became uh, like a, a brick wall like, man. Part. Yeah, that guy could be very useful for this current I mean, presidential and administration. What he, said, <laughs> and, like, what, what he would do is he would stop and he would ruin his. The main thing he did was ruin baseball games by. Stopping the ball. Some people would say that ruining baseball games is just by having a baseball game. <laughs> that would be what some people would say. You know, Stanley was great for some very uh, innovative <laughs> characters that he created. But at some point it was just like, oh, look, there's a wall. We got wall man going now, guys. Okay. And how Spider-Man defeated him? By talking it out. There you go. Well, Good he's group. a wall crawler. You think exactly. he would all over him. I think your parents might have given you the free comic that came when you bought a, a 12 pack of Hostess cupcakes or something. Like that. No, all I no all she all she reads are Jack Chick tracks. The Jack Chick so. Bible comic. Um, well, she brought up like the worst Spider-Man villains. I had to come in just to like pop in and say, "Oh, hey, Patty, Paste Pot Pete." Oh, More oh, alliteration. Paste Pot Pete is awesome. Oh, he's great. He improved his name because that name is just. 
What's Pace Pot Pete's MO? Not uh, Piss Pot Pete. No, yeah, he has like glue guns that he shoots at the ground, and like one of his catchphrases was, let's get sticky right before like squirting oh, at somebody's feet. No. I, I think this is a different show. No, it's not. No. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. That's a real thing. I like that half of like Spider-Man's villains were like things that were just in the office. Oh look, it's the stapler. What's yeah. over there? It's uh, the human liquid paper. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just, it was uh, they, there must have been a spider actually descending from the ceiling that day, right? Whatever he lands on, that's the next villain. <laughs> uh, Stanley, as a creator, often gets a lot of credit for like his ingenious, you know, creations, but then, like. If you read his original concept versus what like it's been retconned to, they're a lot less ingenious. It's just like, oh, the Fantastic Four, you know, represents, you know, the four elements. Right. And then you talk, you know, but you read an interview from 1966 is like, I just wanted a guy that could stretch. Yeah. It's like, that's it. I liked a rock man. Okay. All right. He's basically. Yeah, he's basically a 12-year-old, and he just never changed. I did. I forgot to trim my nails for a week, and that's when Wolverine was born. Anderson, do you have uh, any candidates? Any on your list? So the my my uh, first candidate for my Mount Rushmore would be Quentin Beck, uh, known as Mysterio. Oh. Um, he is one of my we favorite Spider-Man villains. Yeah, that's yes. true. He's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains because of uh, his depth for capacity. There's a lot of kind of one-page material characters where you can kind of put him down and say, oh, somebody like the Rhino, for example. He's not on my Mount Rushmore. He could be on someone else's, but there's there's not a lot of depth to what the character is. He could have a lot of backstory, but him as a villain would be like, well, I'm just going to charge you and I bank it, break into a bank uh, uh, walls and, and things of that effect. But Quentin Beck has this entire just arsenal of, of mystery there for Mysterio. He goes beyond the, the two-dimensional comic book villain. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And uh, lots of... Uh, What's his origin story? Do you know? You know, um, I couldn't tell you from the first Amazing Spider-Man uh, comic. I think he's in 13 as his first appearance. I don't know what his... Um, I've never read that title specifically mm -hmm. to tell you what the origin story is in that book, so I don't want to be uh, bombarded by the uh, the uh, people of the internet that are yeah. only a, out there to correct. He was a former like, special effects wizard. Yeah, I was going to say something. Turn to a life of crime. They all just turn. They all just do what they're doing, and then they decide Until to turn the to a turning life of crime. Point. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what he did full time. He was I a his sous chef related. <laughs> before he turned to a life <laughs> of crime. No, he cut himself and decided sous chef. There you go. He was a part-time criminal before he turned full-time to a life of full-time. semi-pro. Semi-pro. Who are your other three? All the villains, like all the villains, they seem to have crazy like plans to take over the world. Why don't they just go like... Start like small and then work themselves up. Well, I say same thing about libertarians and same thing about like the Green Party. Don't expect to win the presidency, guys. Why don't you just go in and win like some state assembly? It's an honor to just be on the stage. Right. Who else you got in? So I would get Carnage, who's Cletus Cassidy. Why would you take Carnage over Venom? That is ridiculous. I mean, Michael, I'm only two picks in. Are you saying we don't know that he doesn't have Venom? This is true. I'm saying. That you chose a character who is the sub of a character. That's ridiculous. And I am four beers in, so that's why. I yeah, the, uh, I mean. Maybe you thought Venom was too obvious. Well, you throw, you throw a symbiote into a deranged serial killer instead of just meathead Eddie Brock. It kind of adds a whole another layer of, uh, you know, chaos sure. instead of just brute force. It's that total, you know. Uh, un unrelatable uh, fury. Ter terrible pick next. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna just, just, just hold tight here. Aunt May. <laughs> the best. Th okay, can I tell you the best thing? About I'll tell you the best thing about Aunt May <laughs> is in the Marvel Comics Series One trading cards. On the back, it says it had like statistics for everybody. Spider Man said like you know like battles won twelve thousand yeah. three hundred two. Uh, you know, strength could list 80 tons. Yeah. On Aunt May's, it listed number of wrinkles on her face, <laughs> and it listed pies baked. <laughs> Pretty good stats, huh? <laughs> That's the only good thing about her. Try to count them. You know. You'll never finish. 
I will say uh, Aunt May. Strong choice. Yeah. Strong choice. Strong choice. Okay, why car- Carnage yeah, car- versus just, Venom? Uh, so, actually, Venom is on my okay, on my okay. there as well. I, I, I'm a fan of the symbiote uh, story and the secret war and the the whole bringing it, uh, the outer worldly energy slash, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to call the, uh, the symbiote to, to take over. And it's kind of... Um, it's almost for me like a Doctor Jekyll. I hope that Mr. lethal Hyde is thing. on your list too, because <laughs> you're such a hack right now. No, no, no. My my last one is is a wild card. Uh, so you get Venom, and I hope I, it's wild card. It's wild card. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I have a, do you have a wild card? Wild card? No, I have a Venom card, but it says. Ah, you're missing the V. What's your last one? Responsibility. Oh, that's a good one. I like. <laughs> With great yeah. It, if I just feel like so much of Spider-Man could have been avoided if uh, he just was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nah, nah. It's no, no, like, no. you know, I, I did I did all the big stuff. Nah, I'm not going to get into it right now with, uh, who's this guy? The Vultures flying around. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah. That's all right. That's all right. Point uh, taken. Oh, that's a great pick. Oh. <laughs> Anybody else got their? Nolan's got a category. What's your category, Nolan? Oh, bomb drop! Mount Rushmore of tacos is suggested by our audio engineer Nolan, and I—I I am. This is another one's open categories where we could probably kind of address it from like a diamond from many different perspectives. Uh, uh, Nolan, you get to list the first aspect of Mount Rushmore tacos here. What? What is it? So, what's on your Mount Rushmore? Tacos? Yeah, what's on your list? What's your favorite type of taco? Um, steak and pico Ooh, nice. Hey, I mean, that's, that's a classy rich man's taco. Yeah. Well, he's uh, making those big engin- audio engineer dollars, so. Yeah, pulling down. Are you, uh, Nolan, are you a fan of a taco in a soft taco uh, sort of uh, tortilla or the hard corn tortilla? Um, I like hard. Yeah, I think I think that's a thing that you kind of grow out of eventually. Crunchy taco? Yeah, crunchy taco. I think yeah. Unless you're at Taco Bell. Unless you're at yeah, yeah. yeah. And you then know, you surround it with another By the way, that's on the Rushmore, by the way. Taco Bell right? crunchy taco? Taco Bell taco? What about those Doritos Locos tacos? And the most profitable Taco Bell item of all time. Is it? Yes, it is. Wow. Not only did it save Taco Bell's uh, bottom dollar, it's made them the most money they've ever made ever in any year. In this the is how they're going to win the, 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 the restaurant wars in the future. <laughs> if her demolition man is, right. it's on the back of Taco Bell. Uh, I was Doritos just taco. about to bring that up. Why? What? How, how yeah. is it really? And and the, the current uh, logo that we see for Taco Bell is 100% the demolition man. Uh, design Taco Bell liked the appearance of it so much they adopted it. That's why they did out with the old uh, green, orange, yellow uh, theme. Was there a special Taco Fortune 500 magazine you or Forbes <laughs> Taco Edition that you pulled this oh, information you don't, you don't, you from? You don't subscribe to Taco Weekly. Taco Weekly. <laughs> Taco Tacopreneur magazine. <laughs> This is actually a great example of like Jeff Hopkins' limitations because everything's <laughs> well, no, because obviously he's got a great deal of knowledge of pop culture, like before a certain point. Yeah. But for to not understand a very very basic Demolition Man poll is really confusing to everyone at this table. No, so there's a cutoff point where your knowledge of pop culture just stops. And I'm guessing it's around 1991 or 1992. Was Paul Lynn in Demolition Man? If not, then Jeff is kind of Charles Nelson Riley, maybe, or J.P. Morgan. I don't know. See ya. Wouldn't want to be you. Uh, if you... Re- let's rewind when the podcast becomes public and, and it's been downloaded by billions of people internationally. I take uh, issue with the statement that the financials that you seem to have from PepsiCo that have uh, <laughs> that shown yeah. that their subsidiary Taco Bell has become profitable due to this taco. See, there are so few people that drink Pepsi over Coca-Cola that every can of Pepsi comes with a profit chart. That <laughs> <laughs> so you've 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 nudged their stock price. It's are actually you t- are stock. you telling me? Hold on. Are you telling me that whatever deal that. Pepsi, Taco Bell, KFC made with the marketing from the Phantom Menace wasn't the one that kind of saved their ass? 
Because that they the uh, the pogs that they gave out those collector <laughs> right. pogs were really uh, all, the, all those uh, Senator Palpatine <laughs> pogs that you just had yeah. to. You had to you get had those CEO Bibble Pogs. There's they were the Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, they were the Pokemon of the mid-90s. Okay, lately uh, I have partaken of the... Isn't there a Crunchberry-flavored dessert or something that uh, uh, what? Taco Bell has? It's like Snozberry kinda, or something? It's, it's like a crunch Captain Crunch-flavored dessert. You know, oh, they do. Yeah. They have... Well, they, they have those like, cinnamon ball yeah. things. Yeah, yeah those, that's, oh. that's bad. I hate it when I go to breakfast... And they try to throw those in there instead of the hash browns. You're I also hurt. hate it when I go to breakfast to talk about I was full say, stop. So. You should hate your hate yourself for the choice. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so Again, got... responsibility also by <laughs> weakness. Right. Steak and pico taco. We've got tacos locos. Uh, we've determined that uh, one goes through a nascent uh, oral period where they want to crunch, and then a mature period later on where they desire a soft uh, yes tortilla. Is there a third or fourth entry into I think, this? I think the all-time uh, uh, the George Washington. Washington of the Mount Rushmore of tacos is the classic carne asada street taco. Yes. Ex- extra greasy, single tortilla, please. Okay, was there I a street double, fighter but... tie-in? Was there a street fighter tie-in to the street taco that I didn't know? There could be, but you wouldn't know I it. wouldn't know it. I wouldn't know it. <laughs> when Raul Julia as M. Bison <laughs> ordered his tacos. They were bison tacos. That's right. He declared them. Um, and then, then Jean-Claude came in. That's a damn good taco. <laughs> I'm doing Jean-Claude Van Damme as Arnold Schwarzenegger. This and then horrible. he just kicked his head off. The last one, let's go with like something weird, like say so. Every once in a while you go there and you see, like, they're selling brains. Yeah, they're selling brains there. I'll try it. Oh, yeah. That's delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. Monkey yeah, yeah. brains from Indiana Jones. There you go. Well, let's, let's tag out Anderson. Goodbye, Anderson. Let's tag in our good friend Lloyd. Wait, don't you have one? No, never mind. Okay. Let's just say, let's just say goodbye. Let's end on tacos. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, this has been the 100th episode, and I think we've gone for 100 minutes. And yeah. we've had 100 guests and things like that. And we appreciate uh, all 100 listeners that we've had entirely uh, over the two years of this podcast. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we look forward to sharing 100 more at least episodes with you. and All at once. Uh, all at once. And if you do have a suggestion for a topic, we invite you to, to uh, let that suggestion be known on our social media platforms, which include amongst them Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So join us in the conversation out there in social media and send us your suggestions. Who knows, you might end up uh, via the power of Skype, uh, an actual um, guest on this show. So this has been the Mount Rushmore 100th uh, episode, Barbecue Extravaganza slash Fiasco. I am always Jeff. I'm Richard. I'm Michael. Goose